You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. E-S-N-Y. <laughs> What up? Welcome back. Already at episode 10 of the Wide Right Podcast. Can't Already in double digits. Can't believe it. I'm your host, as usual, Ryan Honey of Elite Sports New York and the Elite Sports Radio Network. Another abbreviated episode this week, uh, just like last week. As I said last week, this week uh, would also be abbreviated because uh, of the bye week. So last week, we didn't have a game to preview. We had a game to recap. The Giants-Jets game in which the Jets ousted Big Blue 34-27. The Giants are now 2-8 and eight on the year. Looks to be another. Looks like it's going to be another lost season for the organization. The third year in a row with no playoff appearance. Um, so we didn't have a game to preview that week. And then this week, we don't have a game to recap. Because as I just said, we already recapped the Jets-Giants game. So I'm going to talk about some news. There's definitely some injury news around the organization that, we, that I like to touch base on, and then from there we're going to get into previewing the Giants-Bears game this coming Sunday, um, which kicks off at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, not going to endorse a Giants win. Uh, Bears are struggling, but the Giants can make anybody look like the Patriots, apparently. So I think the Bears win that one, uh, especially the Giants are on the road at Soldier Field. Uh, in Chicago, I don't think the Giants are going to win that game. But we'll get to that in a little bit. But I want to start off with the news segment. Um, so start off with some injury news. Evan Engram was uh, Evan Engram ditched the walking boot. So Engram was out for the game against the Jets because of a midfoot sprain. Uh, he's missed two games this year. Um, but he was in a walking boot. He ditched the walking boot this week. Uh, it's unclear if he'll play. Uh, against the Bears, but according to him, it's quote-unquote definitely possible. So hopefully the Giants can get one of their playmakers back. Uh, you can't really argue that Engram is one of the more versatile t- versatile tight ends in the league. Um, I mean, this guy might as well be a receiver. Can line him up in the slot, line him up, sli- line him up in the slot, split wide. Um, in practice, I, I'm pretty sure they've had him in the backfield in some formation. So he can do it all, basically. I mean... It'd be definitely great to have him back on the field, uh, considering. So he missed this past game against the Jets, and then he missed a week six loss to the Patriots. Uh, So Giants definitely need one of their top playmakers back on the field. As far as other uh, injuries are concerned, Janoris Jenkins, Rhett Ellison, Sterling Shepard, all in the the concussion protocol. Uh, according to Dan Duggan of The Athletic, um, Shepard actually practiced fully on Monday. So that means he's sort of he's in the final stages of the concussion protocol. But as you may know, 
the last time he was in the final stages of the protocol, he got cleared and then about a day or two later returned to the protocol because symptoms returned. So I wouldn't get your hopes up too high to see Shepard play this coming weekend. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, and I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping he gets back onto the field. I'm hoping he's fully healthy and fully recovered because we definitely do not want him to have another concussion. You wouldn't want anyone to have another concussion in this situation. Um, But hopefully he'll be good to go and he'll be fully healthy, fully rested, fully recovered, get back onto the field. But all I'm saying is do not get your hopes up for that. It's he's been clear before and he's been back in multiple times this year. So I wouldn't expect I wouldn't fully expect him to play this coming weekend. But of course, I could be wrong. Uh, He's missed the last five games and six in total. He's missed a lot. So he's missed Patriots game due to the concussion, the current concussion. He's the current setback he's dealing with. He missed the Patriots game, Cardinals, Lions. Then who do we? Uh, who do they play? The Cowboys, and then the Jets game. So he's missed the f- uh, last five games. He's missed six in total because he missed a Week Two game against the Bills due to his initial concussion. So he's had a tough year. He's only played in four games. Um, hopefully he gets he recovers uh, as best as possible. Hopefully he's, he hopefully he's fully healthy and gets back on the field as soon as possible. Um, other injury news, uh, Mike Remmers, the right tackle, and John Halapio, the center. Remmers was dealing with a back injury, and Halapio was dealing with a hamstring en- injury. Uh, both have returned to practice after missing the Jets game. Uh, the Giants, of course, fielded Spencer Pulley at center and Nick Gates at right tackle due to the injuries. Uh, neither were great. Uh, the just Giants' offensive line isn't great at all. They're actually st- they're on pace to be statistically worse than they were last year. I'm pretty sure. So last year they, they allowed 47 sacks. I'm pretty sure this year they're on pace to allow around 54. So all this money being spent in the offensive line, all these transactions, all these trades, you know, they drafted Will Hernandez in the second round last year. They gave the big contract to Nate Solder last year. They traded for Kevin Zeitler. They signed Remmers, re-signed Talapio. So, all this money, and they're getting an actually worse offensive line than they've had in the past, or at least than they had last year. So, not great. Um, as far as Solder is concerned, Solder left the Jets game early with a concussion. Uh, it's The concussion issue is unclear with him at the moment. He missed practice on Monday due to a personal matter. Um, so, it's unclear right now how he's doing with that, if he'll be good to go for the upcoming game against Chicago. Um... We don't know. Uh, hopefully, you know, fans and the team will find out soon enough. Uh, so that's it with injury news. And, oh, Spencer Paysinger. I don't know if anyone remembers Spencer, Spencer Paysinger. Was most mostly a reserve linebacker for the Giants from 2011 to 2014. Won Super Bowl 46 with them in 2000, the 2011 season. That was in February of 2012, of course. Um, his Super Bowl ring was stolen this past weekend, um, stolen from his house. He apparently took it out recently for an elementary school career day um, and did not securely lock it back up into, I guess, his safe or whatever. He, I guess, he said he was lazy in locking it back up securely. So it was stolen by a pair of thieves 
Um, and he said there will be no repercussions. He said he's not going to get the police involved or anything. If they and that they can keep all the other stuff they stole. I don't know what else they stole, but that they the thieves can keep all the other stuff that they stole if they just return the Super Bowl ring. Um, so hoping Pacinger gets back the ring that he 100% earned. Um, it's a tough situation. It's tough. I mean, hopefully Pacinger can get, can get that ring back because that's a really tough situation to be a part of. Um, but all right, let's go into let's get into the uh, preview for the Bear the Giants Bears game this coming weekend. Uh, kickoff at Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern time at Soldier Field in Chicago. Uh, the Bears aren't too hot right now. They're four and six, lost five of their last six games after starting three and one on the year. Uh, the big question I have going into this game is who will the Giants be facing a quarterback? Chase Daniel, Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky's obviously their starter, Pro Bowler last year. He was taken out of the game late. Uh, against the Rams this past Sunday and the loss to the Rams this past Sunday. He had uh, he de- he he was hurt a little bit, but I feel as if there's a, bi- a, a another reason as to why he was taken out. Needless to say, Trubisky has been not great this year at all. He's had a tough year. He's struggling. Year number three. Um, I actually, in 2017, I actually chose him to be the MVP this season, and now I'm looking incredibly dumb. For that, I am looking incredibly dumb. I have never made a more dumb prediction in my life than me saying in 2017 that Mitch Trubisky is going to be the MVP in 2019. The dumbest thing I've ever said in my life. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a betting site that is refunding people's money if they bet Trubisky be, if they bet Trubisky to be the MVP this season. Uh, I'm pretty sure Trubisky opened up to be he was had the highest odds to be the MVP. Or something like that. Or he had the most votes or or something like that. He had the highest odds to be the MVP this year. And I forget what betting set it is, but they're refunding people's money if you bet Trubisky to be the MVP this year. Um, I mean, that's kind of an insult to Trubisky, if we're going to be completely honest. Um, That the the betting site actually feels bad that they're refunding people's money because of that. So, but Giants don't know. We don't know if the Giants are going to be facing Trubisky or Chase Daniel. Um, uh, Trubisky, as I said, has been, I mean, he's, he's been careful with the ball. Uh, only four picks, only one fumble lost. Um, that's nothing compared to what Daniel Jones has done Has you know, he, Daniel Jones, what 17 turnovers, eight picks, nine fumbles lost. I'm pretty sure. So that's Trubisky has been great compared to Jones in that category, but he hasn't been overly productive. Um, Trubisky hasn't. Uh, 1,580 yards, nine touchdowns, 82.2 rating, 62.4% completion percentage through nine games. Um, and it's contributed to their six losses. I mean, they had, they were 12 and 14 last year. They won the NFC North and now it's looking like they're going to finish in third, maybe fourth. If they don't pick it up, who knows? Probably going to go. My prediction is it's going to be the Packers winning that division Vikings second, and then, who knows, the Bears could slip below the Lions. You never know. I mean, they still still have six games to go. So, anything could happen. But I, there's a good chance the Bears could be could finish last. They could go first to worst in one year, which is crazy. Um, so, but regardless of whatever quarterback the Giants are playing, 
This could be a what's called a get-right game for this Giants secondary, uh, who's obviously struggling a whole lot this year. I uh, believe they're 24th in the league with 259 passing yards allowed per game. I believe that's the number. Um, this could be a get-right game for them. Neither Trubisky nor Chase Daniel are overly great at throwing the ball. The Bears are 30th in the league with 182.8 passing yards per game. Um, and they don't have the greatest offensive line either. They're 21st in the league with 30 allowed sacks. So this Giants defense could definitely succeed in more ways than one against the Chicago offense. Um, they could definitely defend the pass. They're not great, overly great at throwing the ball. They don't have a great offensive line. They could definitely get to the quarterback if they need to. They just got to send more than three or four guys. They got to send five or six guys on the rush. They need to overpower this offensive line. The Giants just do not overpower offensive lines. Ha- haven't overpowered offensive lines in this season. Um, they need to do that against the Bears. They're not a great offensive line. They need to take advantage of that. Um, they need to get to Trubisky or Daniel, whoever they're playing against. And they need to wreak havoc, wreak havoc in the backfield. That's just what needs to be done. Um and Chicago isn't great at running the ball either. They're 29th with 70, 79.9 rushing yards per game. So the, this Giants defense can succeed in more ways than one. This could be a get-right game for the uh, the secondary. This could sort of be a get-right game for the pass rush who's been sort of struggling this year. Marcus Golden is really the only one that sort of stepped up. Um, the Giants defense can turn things around in this game coming up. I mean, they're not playing a great offense. Uh, they're not really great at anything right now, the offense, the Chicago offense. So the Giants could definitely redeem themselves this coming week. Um, now the Chicago defense, now that's kind of a different story because the Chicago defense is great and they've had been. Eighth in the league with 322.9 total yards allowed per game. Um... This offensive line for the Giants is going to need to be a lot better than, they, than they've been. Also, Saquon Barkley is going to need to be a lot better of a pass blocker than he's been. Because he, been, he hasn't been blocking great this year. He's not a great blocker in the passing game. And with Khalil Mack on the other side, who's one of the top pass rushers in the league, they're going to need to step up. They have Mike Remmers back in the lineup, hopefully. You have John Halapio back in the lineup, hopefully. Nate Solder, hopefully, back in the lineup. Even though he's not great, he's better than the other option they had, which was Eric Smith at left tackle, who allowed, I'm pretty sure, allowed three sacks against the Jets' pass rush. They're going to need this offensive line, if they're it, whether they're healthy or not, is going to need to step up. Meaning that if they have Remmers in there, he's going to need to step up. If they have Nick Gates back in there, he's, he's going to need to step up. Same with Halapier or Pulley or Solder or Smith. Whoever's in there is going to need to step up because Khalil Mack's coming and he's not going to stop. You want to know how phenomenal Khalil Mack is? He hasn't even had the greatest season this year. And this is what his stats are right now. Through 10 games, 34 combined tackles, 5 tackles for loss, 8 quarterback hits, 5.5 sacks, 4 forced fumbles, 1 fumble recovery. I mean, that's pretty much better than any Giants pass rusher has this year. I forget the number number of sacks Marcus Golden has. I'll look it up. But even though Khalil Mack's not having the greatest year, definitely not like in 2016 or 2018, he's still having a productive year. That's how great he is. 
even when he's not at his best, he's still very productive. Yeah, Marcus Golden has six and a half sacks. He has one more than Khalil Mack. But when you're talking about the overall production, Mack is not having the best year, but he's better than any of these Giants pass rushers. And it's factual. It's evident. The Giants are going to need to find a way to counterattack Khalil Mack and this pass rush, whether it's a double team or putting an extra back in the backfield to help out Daniel Jones. Because if they don't, this offense is screwed. Daniel Jones is screwed. Because Khalil Mack's coming and he's not going to stop. Get into some more numbers. Chicago rush defense, 8th in the league, 95.6 rushing yards allowed per game. Pass defense, 10th in the league, 227.3 passing yards allowed per game. That being said, the success of this Giants offense this week will be based on the success of the offensive line. They're going to need to protect Jones from Cleo Mack, and they're going to need to pave the way against this tough run defense for Saquon Barkley. If they don't pave the way for Saquon Barkley, and Barkley has, I mean, I don't think he can have really as bad of a game as he had against the Jets, only one rushing yard. But if they don't pave the way for Barkley, and if they don't figure out a way to get past for Barkley to get into the open space and have a very productive game running the ball, then Daniel Jones is going to have a long day throwing the ball. And that's the last thing you want for your rookie quarterback. When you have a rookie quarterback, you want to take pressure off of him. You want to run the ball. And the Giants are going to need to do that this week. They're going to need to pave the way against this tough Bears defense for Saquon Barkley Barkley to get in open space and take pressure off of Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is going to have a long day against this great pass defense and a long day against this great pass rush if the offensive line doesn't step up. Giants have to win in the trenches if they want to go, if they want to improve to 3-8. If they don't, Looking like another loss. What would that be? Seventh in a row? Giants need to win this game in the trenches. Especially when it comes to the offensive side of the ball. This offensive line needs to step up. And get it done. Or else. Giants are going. Giants are going to drop the 2-9. and nine And. Not make any progress. Doesn't seem like this team is making any progress. I mean Shermer. Pat Shermer said after the loss last week against the Jets, that this team looks to be making some long-term process. He says that some things he's seen are going to be good, that he's seen with his team are going to be good for the long, are going to be good for the long-term. I don't see it at all. And if they don't make any progress this week, starting with the offensive line play, it's going to stay that way. That being said, I don't think, I don't think this is a winnable game for the Giants especially on the road, regardless of what quarterback they're playing. Uh, I mean, Trubisky has been bad, but I think if Trubisky plays, the Bears have a better chance to win the game. I don't think Chase Daniel's all that good. Trubisky's not great, but I think he's definitely better than Chase Daniel. Um, so, but regardless of what or whatever quarterback they're playing, I'm not exactly endorsing a Giants win. Um, I just think this Bears defense is too good against, our, against the Giants rookie quarterback. Um, they're going to this pass rush is going to look to wreak havoc in the backfield with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. I just, I don't think the Giants win this game. Um, 
So that's a loss would drop them would have them drop to two and nine. Uh, and it's looking to be an even worse season than last year. You know, last season they finished five and eleven. The Giants, I, I think the Giants only have two winnable games left in the schedule. Miami and Washington, which I believe are weeks fifteen and sixteen, yeah, respectively. So the Giants take on the Dolphins week fifteen at home, I believe. And then they take on the Redskins on the road week week, week 16. Um, let me just double. Yeah. So week 15 at home against Miami, week 16 on the road against Washington. Those are the only two winnable games the Giants have on their schedule. So I they either I think they either start four and twelve or they or even worse. Who knows? Maybe they lose to Dwayne Haskins in Washington. Maybe they lose to the Dolphins. Who knows? They lost to the Jets. Who lost to the Dolphins? So it's they're look. It's going to be a worse season than last year. And to be honest, overall, I think it's going to be. A, I think they're worse than they were two years ago when they finished three and thirteen with Ben McAdoo. You need to understand. In twenty seventeen, this team had no running game. Barkley was still in college. Uh, Odell Beckham was out for the year. Um, they had a Eric. Fla- they had Eric Flowers at left tackle. They they picked up Brandon Marshall. He did nothing for four games and was out for the year. Dwayne Harris, who was one of their other receivers, was out for the year. Sterling Shepard missed like five games. So they had – and now this year they have multiple weapons. They have a running back who's, who's obviously sensational, won the rookie of the year last year. Um, he's playing a little bit hurt right now, but I, I still think he's a great running back. Um, definitely 10 times better running game than they had, um, two years ago with the exception of, you know, last week against the Jets, but they all, they have multiple weapons in the receiving game, the receiving corpse, uh, with Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, when he's healthy, Darius Slayton, um, Evan Engram at tight end, uh, they have a, revamped offensive line that's a, I mean Nate Solder's bad not as bad as Eric Flowers was at left tackle so this team definitely has more talent on the offensive side of the ball than they did two years ago that's why I think this team is actually performing worse than they did two years ago I think out of the three lost seasons in a row from 2017 2018 now 2019 I think 2019 this current one is the worst out of the three I mean, that's just my opinion. We still have six games to go with this team. So we'll see how it works out. But I think it's shaping up to be the worst season out of the three consecutive non-postseason campaigns. But, all right, that's all we have for today. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Speaker, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, Once again, I'm your host, Ryan Honey. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Honey, E-S-N-Y, and I'll talk to you guys next week.